0: The question I wanted to start with tonight was, what brings you joy? And um, sometimes you don't know the answer to that, but for me, uh, I have to admit, you know, sitting there and then watching this group up here, uh, the Heimberger family and, uh, and an old friend, Tim Malden, and a new friend, Tom, and my son... Uh, watching that, I've, I've known the Heimberger family for a decade, and seeing those children with my child leading worship, woo, I was swelling. What gives you joy? And maybe some things come to your mind, um, but maybe they don't. And sometimes we you know, have a hard time figuring out what, what is it that gives us joy? We spend so much time working being frustrated at work, or something's not going right at home, and uh, we're very aware of things that frustrate us, but what what if we could clear all those things aside? What would really make us joyful? We don't know. Maybe we can come at it backwards and say, well, what what robs joy from you? What really sucks the life out of you? And those things might come to mind very quickly. Um, Maybe it's balancing the checkbook. Does anybody still do that? Some of us do that raking the leaves or shoveling the snow. Uh, maybe it's just your current job, getting up in the morning and going to work. And as I think about working, uh, I think about these shepherds and what they were doing. And they're, they're, they're out there working the night shift. Uh, maybe some of you have done shift work. I, one year in college, I did shift work um, with an electrical engineering company. And uh, uh, I thought it was cool the first couple of days I did it. And then I just hated it. Um, just messes with your schedule they 're out there working the night shift and uh, working with animals and anybody who works with animals regularly knows that uh, uh, it's it 's a messy business, and it makes you smell bad. Uh, you end up smelling like the sheep you know i mean you think about the perfumes that are that are out there. you ever find one called eau de sheep you know it 's not a, not a popular fragrance you 're watching these. And if you love animals, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cause any offense, but you're watching these dumb animals wandering around the field, making sure they don't get stolen or they hurt themselves. Ugh. You know, I can't stand taking my dog out. My girls can attest to this. Do I like taking the dog out? No, I do not. Um, just taking the dog out, out in the cold and waiting, you know, walking, walking her or waiting for her to do her business. And I'm just sort of standing there like this, hoping that this five minutes would be o- over soon. Uh, But imagine being out there all night. And the job itself probably felt somewhat insignificant, unimportant. Um, The other thing to think about is that uh, uh, shepherds in in ancient Israel did not uh, tend their, their flocks by night in December. Uh, that's a whole another sermon of what time of the year Jesus was really born. We've settled on December 25th, sort of the, it's the turning of the tide of the, things getting darker to when things start getting lighter again. That's why we celebrate around this time. But it, he, he was probably born either in, in the early fall or in, in the spring, and particularly if he was in, in the spring, uh, temperatures dip into the 50s, low 50s in Israel. Have any of you ever kind of stayed out overnight without shelter when it's, when it's low low 50s? Anybody? Some of you have gone camping, yeah? I mean, it's not really all that pleasant. Uh, it's not cold exactly, but boy, it's not the temperature you want. Um, it's a long, lonely night. That kind of job would suck the joy out of me, suck the life out of me. And it's to these men, these rough working class guys working the night shift that the angels appear to announce tidings of great joy in the midst of their discomfort in the midst of their tedium in the midst of their fatigue there is news that is great joy not only for the important people but for all people even people like them and that's one of the things I think we need to remember every christmas we tend to get consumed with our own tribe you know what I mean by that? You know, me and mine, um, and our Christmas dinner, and uh, the, the, the presents, and the wrappings, and making sure that, that me and mine are taken care of. And that's not a bad thing, but we tend to lose sight of the fact that God's gift is for all people. That his gift was for all kinds of people. Verse 10, And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. The gift and the joy it inspires is for everybody. Um, For shepherds and for sages. You know, later Luke talks about that. Uh, For truck drivers and for doctors. We have some people like that here at our church, for those with dysfunctional families. Maybe too many of us have that. Those with dysfunctional families and those without any family. It's for those who are close to us, but also for people who are far away from us, people that we don't know well. It is for the religious and for the unbelieving. Whatever kind of person you are tonight, whatever brought you here, whatever status you think you have before God, Know that the Lord loves you, and he's given you this gift. This gift is for you. And what makes this gift such a joy is that Jesus is the Savior, that he's come to put things right. Uh, again, verse 11, uh, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. Right? Well, what, what does that mean, that he's the Savior? And there's many aspects to it. You could t- we could talk about the fact that he saves us from the misery of a fallen world. You all have the sense that the world has fallen, that it's broken? Has that been your experience? He's come to fix that. Do you have the sense that um, you haven't lived right and that you're suffering the consequences of your own failures? Anybody have a sense of that? He's come to fix that. Any of you have a sense of shame, he's come to fix that. He's saving us from all these things. And in a sense, he's saving us from ourselves. Now, at times it means delivering us from an illness uh, or the consequences of foolish actions, sometimes. Uh, But it means that even while we experience the hard things of this life, God's going to put all things right by having Jesus live the life that we should have lived by dying the death that we dare not die and face judgment and then being raised from the dead. And we share in that too. Ensures our own glorious eternal life. Simply put, everything is gonna be all right. Have any of you ever longed in, in, in a situation for someone just to come along and say, look, I understand what's going on. It's going to be all right. That's what God says in Jesus Christ. That's what he says to you. That's what he says to me. You know, this past week, my oldest um, had his wisdom teeth removed. Um, (laughs) He's right there, by the way. Um, And procedure went well. Uh, There were no complications during the surgery. He came through it with flying colors, despite the fact that he had six wisdom teeth removed. Um, And uh, he came home, and I was talking with him, and I said humorously, but probably somewhat insensitively, um, oh, it's just pain. You'll be fine. (laughs) You know, there is pain in this world. There's pain in this life. There's pain in your life. But the Savior has come to put it all right. And whatever circumstance you're struggling with, it's going to be all right. And what I think is even more astonishing than this is that uh, not only is the gift for all kinds of people, not only is the gift going to put all things right, but that God's love for us is so deep, it's so profound, that the gift really is the gift of Himself. He gives Himself to us. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. The word Christ there is the Greek version of the word Messiah, the anointed one. The Lord, meaning his divinity. He is God himself. Now, some of us get gifts that, that, that make us happy. Anyone want to share something that makes you happy? You know, a gift that you've gotten. you are like, oh, this is so good. Anyone want to share? I know, I know, I know that you have some. Yes, in the back. Legos. Legos make me happy too. Anything else? Slippers. (laughs) Uh, Over there, yes. A new puppy. Oh man, you just won the prize with that one. Some things make us really happy. Sometimes there are things like a puppy. Do you want to share something else? No. (laughs) Her mother was making her raise her hand. Some things, you know, there's some some gifts that that I know some people get every year because for Christmas it makes them happy, whether it's uh, gummy frogs, like I know someone I know over there who gets gummy frogs every year, or maybe it's a new video game, um, or maybe it's a new set of pajamas or slippers. Um, Have you ever received a gift that was so generous and so personal that you felt overwhelmed by it? Like, you're giving me what? God, the son, left the glory of heaven to be born in a barn among the smell and filth of domestic animals. And he lived in this fallen world. He suffered the indignities and frustrations of this life, just like you and I do. And ultimately, he did it so he could die of torture. He gave his very self. For the world, yes. But for you, personally. Wish I could say everybody's name. but I'm only going to pick out a few. Elliot, he died. He gave himself for you. And Georgia he gave himself for you. And McKenna, for you. And put your name by that. He loved you so much. He gave him his very self. And when I think about that, if I really get a good sense of it, I think I am undeserving. But that doesn't matter because he loves me and he loves you. And this is what I want. You leave here with tonight as you go back out into the world as you go back into the dark of the night at the turn of the tide (sighs) whoever you are whatever you've done God changed the world for you by giving himself that's good news it is the gift that can bring real joy into our lives even if we're experiencing hardship maybe you are in a place where you find it hard to be happy or joyful about anything that's going on in your life. Well, here's this. Jesus gave himself for you and you can you can be joyful about that. And if you can be joyful about that, it will change everything. This Christmas, we remember the gift that brings real joy. I pray that you will. Pray with me. Father, thank you for this opportunity to stop and just sing praises to you, sing these Christmas carols, reminding us of the great gift of yourself and that you came to put all things right and it's for everybody. No one here is excluded. Would that propel us back into the world, Lord, with a sense of joy and confidence and peace, even as we face Difficulty, hardship, heartbreak, perplexity, frustration, knowing that ultimately you put all things right and that for us, it's all gonna be okay. Reassure us of that truth, Lord, and would it lead us to lead, to live a life of worship. We pray it in Jesus' name, amen.